0: Sport is something that I think is really valuable for people our age because it, it's something that actually provides me motivation to do stuff, which I can then take into school work, but actually to have something every day where I'm like, oh, I want to get better, I want to do this. And in lockdown, it was kind of epitomised how valuable that is to, I think, younger people especially.
1: Hello. And welcome to episode 6 of the Wab Chats podcast, a podcast from White and Black Limited. My name is Sam Ridgway. Thank you for tuning into this. Today we have a really special episode in what is a Wab Chats first, actually. I've got three guests joining me. Katie, Lily and Harriet are all players for Whitney Women's Hockey First Eleven, who are an amazing team that we support as a firm through sponsorship. And they are part of the Whitney Hockey Club, which is a brilliant local community club based at Wood Green School over in Whitney outside Oxford. Katie works as an operations manager and has actually been captain for 15 years. She also coaches the Whitney Women's Fifth Team. And Lily and Harriet are twin sisters who started playing for Whitney First Eleven this season, but they've actually been playing women's hockey since the age of 13 and and they're both currently studying for their A-levels. And these ladies are amazing, and the story of Whitney First Eleven is really um, one that would not look out of place on a huge Netflix documentary. And as you'll hear, as a team, they've been promoted four times in six seasons, which is just unheard of, really. They're now playing in the second highest division in English hockey and I actually learned through talking to these ladies that Whitney is a minnow of a club compared to some of the clubs that they are coming up against and indeed competing and and competing strongly against and as the women climbed through the ranks they realised that actually the club as a whole wasn't quite prepared for their success so they've had to go about doing things like building their own team dugouts fitting outdoor water taps for visiting teams It's really an amazing success story and and one that really seems to have galvanized the wider club and community whilst also opening opportunities for women and men of all ages and abilities to come and give hockey a go to come and play sport and to come and be part of something and these ladies have some really insightful really novel things to say especially around balancing hockey with studies and work traveling up and down the country for games as well as the socialisation and, and cross-generational element and benefit that hockey brings about. I'll let them do the talking, but I started by asking Captain Katie what it's been like for the team having so much success in such a short space of time.
2: Obviously, when we were playing, you know, 13 years ago, if you like, uh, it was regional level. So it was still, you know, pretty, pretty good level. Um, mm. But the the in the last six years, we've been promoted four times. Um, and it's been a massive shock, I think, to be honest with you. But each year we've kind of just taken it on board, um, stepped it up again. Um, when we got promoted to National League Conference, uh, the biggest step up for us was probably as a club financially um, with regard to uh, the extra travel, the extra. We we then became um, training twice a week. Um, so, you know, that costs in pitch fees and coaching um so we did have to go down the route of sponsorship and trying to get uh, more money into the club uh because the first team players pay a membership fee the same as what every other player pays um to make it fair um each player went off and got a what we call an individual sponsorship so they had to get 100 pounds from a local company to sponsor them as a player um and because then we had to produce a program um for um our games so that was quite good that we had to produce a programme because then we could utilise the sponsors and, you know, there would be some sort of payback for them with regard to mm. it. But to be honest with you, I think a lot of it were family and friends, um, you know, from... Because hockey doesn't really get the same sort of uh, attention, if you like, as what other sports like football and rugby. Um, and especially as women, um, you know, you don't get the recognition that that we, you know, should get really. Um, So Wood Green School were really good as well. They were really excited about us playing National League um, and they did jump on board, uh, helping us put in, you know, uh, we've got a sign out the front now that, uh, you know, a council sign that tells it it's Whitney Hockey Club pitch, um, signs up, silly things like a water, you know, water tap outside that we just didn't have before, that we didn't feel that as a National League club, we could have teams coming and not, being able to fill up their water bottles, Um, but more serious things like having a defibrillator that we can access as well. Um, The pitch is, you know, they've sent staff to be trained to treat the pitch and sweep it more frequently. So, you know, there was massive changes that we had to make as a club. Um, We did some fundraising for some dugouts because we had to have dugouts on the opposite side of the pitch. So it wasn't near the spectator area, which is one of the rules of the National League. Uh, And then we didn't quite get the money that we needed to do that. So we ended up one of the guys um, did a degree in woodwork and we ended up building them internally as a club. And they look fantastic. Um, But, you know, I think the whole club really embraced the national league and the fact that we were now, you know, in this situation and really got on board. So I must admit, I do feel like it was a whole club sort of thing, um, in order to get there.
1: Yeah. Well, wow. so you guys are kind of the, um, the headline because t- You're playing the highest level of any team at the club is, is that right?
2: Yeah. So it's tier two. So yeah. there's only one league above us, yeah. uh, which is, uh, the premiership, um, league. Um, And that's, you know, that's the only one league above us. But if you looked at that in comparison to other clubs in Oxfordshire, um, you know, we play higher league than Oxford United football team. Um, You know, I think we're probably one of the, if not the highest uh, level team in Oxfordshire. Um, So it'd be good to get recognition.
1: Definitely. This is amazing promote four promotions in six years is across any sport is really going some isn't it um so what what's interesting about that though is that you you sort of um outgrew if you like so you guys climbed so much quicker than the club was ready for and then you then you find yourself needing an outdoor tap a defibrillator that kind of thing um but it must we'll maybe come on to it in a bit but just so good for the for the club as a whole as well and 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 to pull the club along like that and um, you reference there obviously Ox- the oxfordshire area and you don't just play within the oxfordshire area um harriet i want to come to you next because you're doing your a levels at the moment and what i'm really interested in is is how you guys now you're you're up to training twice a week you're playing all day on Saturday, really, because by the time you've got down to Slough or Exeter or Surbiton or whatever it is you're going, that, that takes out most of Saturday. And then outside of that, no doubt doing sort of extra fitness stuff, maybe even um, looking at uh, other teams you're playing at the weekend, that kind of thing. So it's a, a huge time commitment. Um, how do you manage to balance your your hockey and playing to the level that you guys do with your A-level study which anyone who's done them will know is is super intense and time-consuming as well because that's that's two massive time drains. How do you balance that stuff?
0: Yeah well like Gat said it's definitely a step up this year. I've never played at a level this high before um, mm. and starting a new club you know getting to know new people but um, mm. I think the main point about having a sport that you can play and although it takes up a lot of time it almost almost kind of forces me to do my work essentially so I know the times that I have training slots. Um, and if we've got a big game, I'm gonna try my best to make both those Tuesday and Thursday training sessions. So I kind of work around that. Um, and like you said, we we play quite fast. So I mean, yeah, the journey to Exit is pretty much all day, no matter the time of the game. Um, and I've kind of gone to the habit of bringing along like my laptop or flashcards or whether or not I do much on the bus is a different different question, but um I'm just trying to kind of utilize my time. And I find it quite, I quite enjoy coming back from a game and then it's kind of an opportunity for me to kind of forget about work, playing and training. And I find it really beneficial to actually, when I need to sit down and do my work, I've i have had my day doing something that I enjoy and being with like friends. Um, so I find it a bit, I find it's kind of a way in which I can manage my time better if anything. I, I feel like if I didn't have that kind of commitment, I would be less motivated to work almost. Mm. Um, but also I have to kind of prioritize and be honest with myself. So last two weeks I had mocks um and that meant I had to miss a couple of training sessions um just because they have to take priority sometimes. Um, but no I mean the club's been really supportive and really helpful. Um, and school as well, just talking to teachers when there is deadlines that might need to be pushed back slightly. Um, But ultimately, I think having Lily as well is really helpful because I could probably confidently say you're a bit more organised than I am. (laughs) But she's been really like, I think it's quite nice to have that support and somebody going through kind of the same thing as you. Um, And we do really similar subjects as well. So it's quite helpful to kind of combine And just figure out what we need to bring and what we need to do and stress about deadlines together, really. But no, I think it's I think sport or any kind of extracurriculum activity is really great to kind of force you to work and figure out how best to plan your time. So I think it's I think it's good. I think I I enjoy having that kind of measure,
1: really. Mm. Yeah. and, And um I'm going to ask Lily a minute in a minute about the, the sort of transferable skills that you pick up, but it's that kind of old saying of, um, if you want something, do it, do it, give it to a busy person. And yeah. uh, I know from, from I, I never played at the levels you guys um, played, certainly not in hockey. I was I was 15 goalkeeper in hockey. Um, <laughs> but, um, when I did play sports and I was at uni, it, it definitely, um, it definitely helped in, in scheduling. And it, it kind of doesn't really make sense because you're, um, taking up more and more time with training and all the rest of it. But um, you get I think you do get the most out of your your time when you've got other things in the evening and when you know you just need to get your head down. So it, that, that makes complete sense. Um, I guess you've got the the flashcards on the bus and Katie's testing you on the bus on, on the way there and the way back. Um, <laughs> what do you guys study?
0: Uh, so <clears throat> we both do history and English and then I take psychology and Lil takes uh, biology
1: so okay a great mix then yeah <laughs> um lily so we we just referenced the, the kind of high management skills that maybe come with with balancing the hockey you're playing and, and and the studies is there anything else for you that you think you've you've realized you've been able to sort of grow and develop in terms of skill set through doing what you're doing in, in balancing your hockey and your studies.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, like what Harriet said, that sort of time management element, like it seems counterproductive, like that you would have less time, but would actually, you actually do more with your time. And I think that's something that going to A-levels sport taught me quite early on. Like, I think I've kind of had that ability to do more in less time for quite a while now, which is like something I've definitely got through sport. Um, And I also think that um, like, So obviously we started playing like adult hockey, not Whitney, but just like adult hockey at 13. And I think that's actually quite like an impressive thing that you learn a lot of people skills, which I didn't necessarily have at 13. Um, And I think that when you go, when getting older, doing interviews and uh, having jobs, things like that that require a certain level of sort of communication with people that aren't your age, um, I think that's quite a crucial thing and something that my parents certainly me say that they think is very valuable in the way hockey kind of works because that's kind of how it works. Like when children start playing at a certain level, most people start at like 14, 15, like doing adult hockey. And I think it's a great way that hockey in England kind of has formed.
1: That's huge. That's such a good point. I hadn't realised that, but th- presumably there weren't many of the 13-year-olds kicking around in the, in the adult teams. Um, you guys... We're an exception and so maybe 14 15 and so on you start to see a few more but 13 is really young isn't it to be to be playing top level
2: yeah sorry sorry, sorry. i was just going to say that um you have to be 13 uh, in order to play in ladies senior league hockey that's the youngest you can the day after your 13th birthday
1: mm.
2: uh, so it tends to be that the the better players um at 13 will play but they tend to play in the higher teams um you know so okay. they get in there and you know i think lily that's a really i hadn't really thought about it very much before but actually um you know my daughter plays as well she's 19 so she's a year older than um these two but actually it makes you a lot more confident i've seen juniors that play from a young age the confidence in them to be able to communicate with adults um is you know it's actually it's (laughs) i've not really thought about it until you just said it then it's massive actually huge difference
1: Mm. Yeah, great point. Really great point. And it's, um, it sort of segues nicely on because in, in that mix of, of age, you have such community there. And anyone who plays sport knows about the kind of camaraderie and, and um, the team element that comes with it. But hockey... From what from what you guys are saying is is quite unique in in the mix of age so early on um in the same team and that community then then builds around that and katie i'll, I'll come to you because um whitney is, is over 300 members now as, as a club um probably, pro- probably more than than when when i last yeah. checked yeah, so,
2: no, probably
1: about that yeah yeah so huge club and you've got adult and junior teams there's there's links with the wood green school which you re- reference you using the pitches there so strikes me that a lot of people spend quite a lot of time um doing something involved with the club whether that's at the club or driving to a game with the club so it's it's a huge factor for the local community i wonder if maybe you could talk a bit more about that and, and actually just how important you think it is to have clubs like this hockey or or not you know, any other sport um, in the community and, and and what some of the benefits of that are.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I, it's interesting that you say that we're quite a big club because actually in the grand scheme of things from hockey, we're actually quite a small club. Um, you know, some of our more local um, clubs have got, you know, double, if not more than that. Um, so that's obviously another reason why it's so good that we've done so well because actually a lot of our players are homegrown, you um, and, you know, we have juniors that play through the years. They go off to uni, they come back to us. Um, and, you know, it, it, like you say, it really is a, a community feel. Um, the links that we have with the, the local school, Woodgreen, um, is fantastic. And they also um, put on a lot of the school school's games for the primary school kids as well um so they come to wood green they see the hockey and then they start playing but this year i mean we've we added a latest fourth team last year and we've added a latest fifth team this year um so we've almost doubled our ladies teams um in the last two years alone uh we've increased our junior membership by at least 30 percent um and you know we're just being able to give the opportunity for you know a lot more youngsters to be engaged in sport, um which is financially viable um and also um to be able to offer you know women in sport to be able to you know come back to sport and to to improve their sort of their own mental well-being um you know and their ability to do something independently um, we have women that come back you know after having children who haven't played since school and they just want something for themselves um, and it's great to see them back on the pitch as well as that you know we have new people we've got obviously RAF Bryce Norton very close the people that come into the the county and they want to play hockey um, you know we welcome them in um, and other people that get relocated for example and want to come in so it really is um, it really is a a a game that anyone can play um this year we had a couple of netballers join, um play regional netball but haven't played hockey since school and they've come in they're fantastic you know and they've really cool. enjoyed it and they're like good you know it's, it's good to see a different sport um a lot of the youngsters especially the girls play football actually um and then they play hockey um and so it really is um it is a sport i think that a lot of people can turn their hand to because when i think about it i was thinking about it earlier and we've got a team that plays tier 2 hockey so one of the one of the highest levels in england then we've also our fifth team is playing in the lowest league in england really so we've wow. you know because they've just started so they have to start at the bottom level um, yeah. so between the five teams we've kind of distributed so we've got something for everyone we've got elite hockey and then we've got kind of like the back to hockey stuff um that, that can be accessible for you know youngsters or you know ladies that are coming back down after you know sort of more mature ladies um that still have got all the experience but you know just sort of you know it's a different stage in their lives so it's just about offering inclusion and being able to offer that to you know the local community um we just wanted to put whitney on the map and you know buy, becoming national league has just done that you know it's just it's made a huge difference huge difference so it really is um you know great to see
1: that's amazing and hopefully something you'll be able to continue to to keep a hold of as well and it strikes me that you're you're really passionate about that because you might sometimes see teams sort of um make it in that higher league and, and the resources are, are pushed towards um the, the top teams and supporting those and maybe the kind of the fourth and the fifth team fall away a bit and the first and second team do really well but it becomes a bit more inaccessible. but but by the way you've spoken there it sounds like actually a real a real passion is to continue growing that whole club and continue growing it across all the levels because that's so important
2: yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the good thing as well, I mean, we've obviously, we've got our coach, Chris, who coaches the first team, but then the second team is coached by one of the ladies' first team, you know, the late, and the fourth team is coached by my daughter. I coach the ladies' fifth team, um, so... Wow. Wow. You know, all the juniors are coached by there's another first team player that coaches the juniors. The goalkeeper coaching is done by a first team ladies' first team player. So we've got this fantastic coaching from the top, and we're just whittling it through the rest of the club. And as it stands at the minute, I believe the ladies' fifth team are top of their league, the ladies' fourth team are top of their league, and the ladies' second team are maybe second. Um, so actually, you know, as a club. Um, you know, everyone's doing pretty well. Um, I, I wouldn't want to tell you where the men's teams are because um, I think they're a bit all over the place. But I believe the second team, men's second team, at the top of their league too.
1: They're doing all right. Well, yeah, we're not talking about them this evening, so that's Definitely that's no. fine. That's fine. Um, that's that's got to be. I reckon there's there's probably not many clubs who who've got that record at the moment. Um, and actually, so inspiring for you know. 10 10 year olds 11 year olds coming through playing and seeing you guys harriet and lily playing first team hockey and you know thinking one day if if those guys did it then i can too and that's that's so cool and something you don't that's very unique again to, to hockey which is what i've i've learned talking to you guys and that, that you can do that at that age and um, we've heard katie talk so well there about some of the benefits to the wider community of the club and and, and having the club there and accessibility at all levels what you you touched on it earlier but what would you say are some of the key benefits that you found personally from from sport more generally and playing sport not necessarily transferable to your academics but to your wider life
0: uh well i think something that actually came i was thinking about the other day when we were talking about covid with some of my friends and just sort of reminiscing um just about how Sport is something that I think is really valuable for people our age because it, it's something that I've found is like, uh, compassion- like something I'm passionate about and actually provides me motivation to do stuff, which I can then take into school, work, but actually to have something every day where I'm like, oh, I want to get better, I want to do this. And in lockdown, it was kind of epitomised how valuable that is to, I think, younger people especially, who sometimes, you know, you don't really know kind of just go to school and like get on with things. But when you've got something that you're really passionate about, like I remember just taking time out of my day where I have nothing to do anyway and just going outside and you know, go on a run or just, I like, hit the ball around when you can, like it really was a valuable lesson in that you found something that you love and you know that you can dedicate time to that and that you enjoy it. You get something back as well. Um, and equally now, like I think Harry would agree like in A-levels, things can get like quite hard and like especially coursework deadlines and other people at school at this age you know it's not always easy and I think to be able to go to training twice a week or go to a match that's just you know that you've got these moments in the day that you're not thinking about any of that and I think hockey is like something that we both find just just like mental clarity just it just does make you feel better every time yeah I think in terms of like mental clarity, it really helps mental health, any kind of sport. Um, Because at the end of the day, you're having fun with your friends or you're getting stuck into something that you haven't done before. I think sport is the perfect way to kind of get to know new people and discover things about yourself that you didn't even know either. Um, And I think I'm just really lucky to have been able to join such a friendly club and also at school as well. I mean, my school sport is great as well. But um, it's kind of we don't play any hockey there, so it's it's a separate kind of uh, game. So we're basically just playing netball and things like that. But equally, I'm spending time with my friends doing that as well, which is which is really fun. Yeah, at so, least have the separation. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's just great for mental health. Um, and just just mm. having fun always basically mm. is what I find when I'm playing sports. So I don't think there's any negatives really that come with it. Mm.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And I think, well, even just 10 minutes of walking is supposed to to be great for lifting mood, for the stress relief and, and, um, all of the benefits that come with it. So I can completely see why training to your level. Do you, well, it's a funny mix for you guys, because then you've, you've then got to a level where it's not stressful necessarily, but, um, there's a bit more, maybe a bit more pressure. Do you find that? Do you find having stepped up into the league you're now in, that you find a bit more pressure on putting you on the spot now? But or or do you still does is that enjoyment still at at the heart of what you're doing and you and you're not really thinking about
0: I feel Go. like I feel like there's more of a pressure kind of to as a team. Like everybody I know wants to play for everybody else. And you know, nobody would want to let anyone down. Um I think trying to perform our best and like Gat said at the beginning, like the kind of losing these really tight games or coming away thinking that we could have done slightly better. We don't, that's the way we don't want to feel. But ultimately if everybody's, if we're all in it together, then the kind of pressure is like united and we can all talk, like we chat about it. And um, I think you need an element of pressure in a game. I think it shows that you care about it and it shows that we all want to, conform to the best not just for ourselves but for everyone else and I think it's I think I I, I like it I enjoy it I mean I do get a bit nervous I'm not sure yeah. why. But I think again like with us specifically obviously so we joined Whitney this season um we this is like our first season here um I think there was an element over the summer before we started I was definitely like we were definitely nervous coming into not only a higher league but completely new to us and um So there was that. But as soon as we started, like the team, it's just such a good environment. And I think I think the fact that we are the underdogs, I I don't want to say that in a bad way. But in a way, like, you know, we're new to the league. We don't have we're not some of the bigger clubs that we're playing, like Canterbury and things like that every weekend um, is an element that that takes away the pressure. And actually, when we're getting these results, getting these tight games, it's hard when you see it in perspective, which Chris is often once he's once we've all got over the initial like gutting feeling, um, he's very good at putting it into a wider perspective. And the, you know, even this weekend we like, we can't be disappointed with this because Slough what did he say? Something like Slough nine years ago had won the whole of England hockey overall, like the premiership. And and Whitney was playing like in Milton Keynes or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I think it's the pressure's good. I mean it shows we care yeah. and everyone deals yeah. with it pretty well. I don't think we play
2: each other. I think the the main thing for us is, and the reason why we've been promoted four times in the last six years is because actually um, we weren't probably necessarily the best team skill-wise in each of those leagues, but we were the best team. And I think that's the difference. Um, and one of the mantras that, you know, I personally as a captain and also with Chris Um, is that actually it's all about enjoying hockey because that's why we do it so we try and remove the element of the stress you know it's about getting the the borderline right so that you've got enough stress so you perform but not too much stress so it actually you know impacts your game um so I think for us actually is we want you to feel a little bit of stress because it means that you're passionate and you actually perform however it's all about and that's most of the time in my team chat before we start is let's enjoy this because we all enjoy playing you know with each other some teams we play against they don't even know the names of the other players on the team um wow. you no know, and it, they'll call them player because they don't know their name whereas you know we're such a small club and we're such a small unit that actually we know not only do we know each other we end up we often go out together do you know what I mean and socialize and and that's what makes us better as a unit is because we are a team so um hmm. it's that Cohesion, all together, um, to to be as one.
1: Yeah, that's an amazing point. And you touched on it earlier with building the dugouts and and um, sweeping the pitch and all that kind of thing ties into it, doesn't it? And and I think you see that in all sports at all levels. And actually, that the best teams come through. And the list of those kind of um, like golden generation teams that they often talk about, they never quite deliver because they've just got. And it happens a lot in football when you've got. Teams of just amazing individuals, but they're they're not a team. They don't they don't come together. They don't play well. So that's such a good point, and actually, um, the point about needing to deliver for each other too. And and you think about the transferable skills that we spoke about earlier um, into the into the business world, and and how that comes across. Uh, really, it's exactly the same. You're not running around on a hockey pitch, but you're all within the same office, within the same team, working towards the same goal. So if you're doing that week in, week out, before you get into a business environment, you know, for, for you guys um, in terms of who's gonna wanna snap you up in, in the business world or whatever you're looking to go into, I think that's, that's such a good asset to have, isn't it? From, from such an early age, conscious of time for you guys, and, and I don't wanna keep you all evening, but Katie, maybe you could just talk a little bit about the, the future for you guys and, and, and what it looks like, what you're thinking. Is, is the plan to consolidate in this league and, and to stick in this league, is it to stabilise there, to keep climbing? Because you've had some some tight fixtures and, and you've shown, we were talking before we started recording, you've really shown that you can play and deliver at this level. So is the plan to, to stay in this league first and foremost and go from there?
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, as I was saying before, we've tried so... We've we've come such a long way and we've improved so much as a team that we can compete in this league without a shadow of a doubt. But now it's just that we have to uh, produce the goods, if you like. And um, unfortunately, it's it's going to be tough. Uh, but absolutely want to stay in this league. Um, but on the same front, if we don't manage to stay in the league, then you know we'll still be national league. We'll still be in the conference. And um, ultimately, uh, some of the performances we've put put on this. You know, the last couple of games, um, as our coach said, you know, we would have beaten any team in the conference. So we definitely deserve to be in this league now. And, um, you know, we 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 want to stay um, as far as the club goes. We want to grow the club, continue to grow the club. We're looking at, um, at Wood Green School potentially. You know, uh, it'd be great to have a sports pavilion, um, you know, a clubhouse, um, an extra pitch so that we can you know really stand out there like all the other big clubs um, around you know we want to continue to um include all all different children from walks of life um and make hockey accessible for for everyone not just um private school children and um, there's a big uh, thing that england hockey are trying to improve the state school um participation of hockey it tends to be more of a private school um sport. Um, and I can say that at Whitney we're probably maybe 85% state school. Um oh, okay. you know, which is huge. Um I think that you'll find that in a lot of clubs it's round the other way and they're probably more sort of fifteen percent state school. Um and um you know that's what we want to do. We want to continue playing elite hockey. Um, and giving the youngsters that, that are homegrown the option of, of coming up through the ranks and, and doing that, as well as maybe bringing in some other team, other players from different walks of life that might, you know, benefit from the Whitney way.
1: The Whitney way. I love it. I was going to say on, the easy. next
2: four games are, are crucial for us really. So, yeah. uh, you know, if we can get some points from that, then um, that'll make a massive difference. And um you know, we deserve it now. We really do. So um, we've just got to dig deep.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're all following you here and we'll maybe um, we'll keep a track and, and share how you guys get on. Um, Lily and Harriet, finally, how can people begin to get involved with hockey? With, with Whitney, maybe, if they listen to this and they're local to this, or just hockey more generally, what's kind of the first step that you guys would would advise. Uh,
0: well, I think it sounds might sound quite cliche, but just just getting involved, getting stuck in, whether that's through a club at your school or uh, you know somebody that's involved at a club already. Just even though it might be slightly nerve wracking thing to do, just go and go and have a go, and just uh, usually lo- local clubs is kind of the easiest way to go forward. Um, and go with your friends or go with people that you're comfortable with. I mean, I'm lucky that I have Lily to always kind of, I'm kind of stuck with you, but um, (laughs) have that person there. And I don't know. I think it's a great, it's a great way to spend your time and you're only going to learn new things and uh, develop your skills. So I just, just have the confidence just to go for it. And I'm pretty sure you'll find that you really enjoy it. Yeah. Essentially. And like, obviously we played at different clubs and I think, um, one thing that hockey universally is a very, very like open thing as Gatsett was saying, because you've got people like Gatsett that they're working on top of their like day jobs to make sure that there are, there are ways people can come in, you know, adults, um, children, like anyone, like just find a way to get into it and just give it a go. As Harriet said, like it's, although obviously you can get to these higher leagues where there is a, obviously a good element of like competition and pressure, but it, it doesn't even need to get to that. That's just not something you're interested in. There's, I don't even know how many hockey leagues there are, but there must be so many like all over the country. So there's just, it's, I think it's such a great sport and it might not have the like financial backup of sports like hockey, uh, football and rugby. Um, And, but I also think in terms of like female representation as well, I think hockey might be one of the best sports out there, especially in England. Um, Because from all the clubs that we've been to, it's fairly like, even in terms of um finance and things like that and i just think i think that a lot of that was helped with rio um and sort of the gb women's successes so yeah i think it's a great opportunity for anyone just to get involved
1: yeah awesome and if there's people listening i mean in terms of um player sponsorship and that kind of thing for the for the new season coming up presumably there'll be people will be on the hunt again so if there's if there's people listening who can offer that it's case of getting in touch with you guys
2: Yeah, I mean, we absolutely um, sponsorship has been massive for us. And obviously, we're very grateful for you guys sponsoring our shirts. Um, One of the main things when we went to National League was actually trying to look professional. um, And, Mm. you know, being able to play that part as well um so getting sponsorship shirt sponsorship warm-up jacket sponsorship um we've got the boards around the actual school as well which um that people can sponsor we've got packages for everyone um and you know people can get in contact through our website um and uh at, and on there is all sorts of information about sponsorship um especially with the programs and everything but you know it be it's great that companies have actually you know got behind us uh, and helped us out because it has made a huge difference um to all of us uh, the whole club but, you know everyone's benefiting from it
1: yeah amazing great stuff ladies thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to chat to me it's been amazing hearing more about you and, and all you've done and it's um, an incredible rise and i wish you all the best the Thank last you. war games. Yeah, I'm keeping track and um, I've got fingers crossed for, for those points that you need. Thanks yeah. so much, guys.
2: Thanks a yeah, Thank lot. <laughs>